Yo. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Welcome to the Sunburn Collective. I'm Khan. And I am Sergio. And uh, this is a the Wednesday, the hump day of our fabulous Miami Music Week. Yes. Uh, fabulous. <laughs> uh, I think uh, once I'm done complaining about traffic and uh, the influx of Europeans clogging up our, our infrastructure and our interstate, uh, I, I come to enjoy it eventually. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of really great acts in town. So yeah, um, to and we also have to. a really good show for you. So we're going to be yeah, doing can... the uh, the work of DC LaRue, a obscure once obscure disco artist who went on to become uh went on to live a second life among remixers and samplers and also yes. the uh preeminent afrobeat artist fela kuti the father of afrobeat um probably if you know one african artist or one nigerian artist uh, this is probably the guy it's probably fela kuti. and we're gonna try our best to do a feature on him considering all of his songs are half an hour long Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, one of the one of the few artists where the remixes are um, shorter than the original songs. Generally, you like to stretch those things out, but they mm-hmm. chop them down. But um, but we're gonna do that at the end of the show. So yes. first, we're gonna start with uh, DC Larue. Um, DC Larue. I think we got a feature coming up. Um, I'm not sure if you want to talk to the folks about DC Larue now or after the feature. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, we can get into Lee C. LaRue right now a little bit. Um, you know, the singer, songwriter, producer from Connecticut has been around for a long time, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, he recently released a track. Not recently, Not but recently. it was in 2012, considering it was recent, born in yeah. 1948. <laughs> that's pretty, uh... That's recent enough for me. That's long, yeah. That counts for me. You know? D.C. Um, LaRue is one of the, there's, um, in the genre of music and artists, there's this subset of musicians who, when I see what they look like for the first time, I laugh <laughs> yeah. and think there's no way that guy made that music. Yeah. And DC LaRue is one of those guys. He's a mm-hmm. very, Along with Gino. Gino looks kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, And, um, uh, damn, I had another guy. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'll think of it later. Mm-hmm. But um, there's, a, there's a subset of uh, white musicians that made jazz, like goofy looking white guys who made jazz and funk music. Uh, who were obscure at the time, and then later their music became sample fodder for mm-hmm. for hip hop producers. Early hip hop era. Yeah. Um, and DC is definitely one of those guys. Yes, he is actually. We'll get into that a little later. Actually, uh, maybe I'll talk about that after the mix. But yeah. um, going on, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I should get that song. By the way, it was called uh, "More Things Change." It was like a new disco, like before new disco. That's the 2012. Was, yeah, that's the 2012 song I was talking about. Yeah. He did it with uh, Jimmy Michaels, yeah. but like I said, he's been around for a long time. You know, his first success was in 1976 uh, with his album "Cathedrals." Yeah. You'll get to hear that in a little bit. It's a good track, um, and his second album, which was sort of like a concept album of like a Broadway kind of show experience, I guess, is what it was supposedly supposed to be. Uh. Um, he worked with a lot of great singers like uh, Lonnie Groves and uh, Sharon Red, which if right. you may recall, we did a show on her. We did a show on her. On her. She's great. Uh, yeah. And uh, on that album, we have a song called Indiscreet. Now, that song would go on to become a highly influential um, yeah. hip-hop break. Um, for like the it's one of those songs where you know the break Mm -hmm, you don't know what the name of the song is and you don't know who DC LaRue is Um, but I'm gonna cut it off here let's go ahead and play that feature okay so Uh, what is this this is Let Them Dance by DC LaRue Let Them Dance by DC LaRue alright
end. Yeah, that one got spacey. Yeah, that was good. I like that a lot. That was uh, DC LaRue, Let Them Dance. Yeah. Good choice. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm setting up uh, the mix for you guys right now. Yeah, uh, we were just talking uh, with the guy who was on before us about um, how pleasing his radio voice and presentation was, yeah, whereas so we're like constantly like stumbling over ourselves. Yes. <laughs> he has. Uh, I feel like there probably is a marked improvement from where we started, though. I'm so, sure there I'm is. sure. I'm afraid to listen to those shows. Yeah. But thank you for listening for as long as you have yeah. uh, and keeping the show going. And thanks, Jolt Radio. Yeah, for, thank uh, you for Jolt, to Jolt Radio. as always, you know. Um, Anyway, let's keep it moving. You, you got anything else to tell us about DC LaRue? Yeah, no, pretty no, much. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but moving forward, uh, after his uh, second album, The Tea Dance, this is where I left off, by the All way, right. just in case you guys forgot. Um, right. Yeah, he managed to chart at least one of his singles uh, on every one of his albums up until his fifth album, which was called Star Baby, which unfortunately didn't do too well, but the whole disco era... It was just was running its course. Yeah. It was 1979. Right. You know, so he had a good way. run. He yeah. had a respectable run. And, abs- and then he had a recurrence, you know? Yeah, with, uh, yeah it's amazing. Um, I, a lot of these artists I learned through hip-hop songs and then exactly. discovered the original songs through that and then fa- rediscovered again through edits, you mm-hmm. know? It, um, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think one of my favorite parts of i guess the whole journey of like getting into disco like really like intently or like really intensely is like uh because i liked hip-hop growing up it would be like oh gotcha you know when you hear i know where that's from i know where that's from now yeah you know uh it's very satisfying feeling it's also really satisfying to have watch uh the people in the crowd have that realization Mm -hmm. when you've like dropped a famous break yeah i love it I live for that that feeling where people are like, oh. A lot of times you don't even see it coming. Yeah. You wouldn't even notice, and then that break happens, and you're like, oh, snap. Huh. Yeah, I know this, and this I didn't know it was a sample. So-and-so. And yeah. Whatever, you know? But yeah, anyway, he had a great run, but uh, now that I'm setting up the decks and everything's ready, I'm going to get you that mix. Okay. All right. Makes sense to me. All right, let's keep it moving, and then after uh, Sergio's DC LaRue set, I will pick it up with Fela Kuti on the back end. You're listening to Sunburn Collective. Here we go. Nice.
Sosa. Very nice set. Thanks. Big ups to Sergio <laughs> for that one. I'm pulling the fader down. Nice, nice. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you just did there. All right. So the first um, song you heard was Hot Chocolate, Heaven is in the Backseat of My Cadillac. And yep. I love that song. It was a great song. It is a good song. And something about Hot Chocolate is I'm always glad to play a Hot Chocolate track because they are, like I was discussing uh, yep. during the mix you're hearing, uh, it's... Uh, they're so like different, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. like funk, but they're different. They're like weird. They're it's, a little uh, out there, yeah. I like everything about them. There's like a spacey vibe yeah. to them. Um, next was DC Larue Indiscreet, you know. Um, that was Dr. the Doctor Packer. Packer remix. Yep. And uh, big ups to Doctor Packer. You know, I like uh, everything you do. Yeah. yeah. You do All good of things. his work is good stuff, you know. Yeah. So you want to be a star? I always have trouble pronouncing the name of this band. It's Mtume. Mm, Mtume. Yeah. Tume. I might be wrong. Who knows? It could be wrong. But it's one of those things I've only ever seen his spelled. His fault, not mine. <laughs> yeah, right. Followed by uh, Cathedrals by DC Larue again. Yeah. Um, like I said, all of his work is like really good, and we could go on hours yeah. just talking about DC Larue and all of his work and all of his work with a lot of other people because he did a lot of like uh, soundtracks for movies and stuff too. Like a lot of the disco people we cover, they do end up working on movies that was like a thing you know yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a, definitely a theatrical aspect of disco music but uh for the sake of our show and moving on to Fela Kuti and yeah. giving him his due we're gonna move on to, to Fela Kuti and Fela give him his Kuti. due and, anyway yeah, exactly. uh well before we get into all of that um you may have noticed that we're at a new time now we're now 8 p.m as opposed to 9 p.m it's because we got a new, we got a different show. We juggled the schedule around here at Jolt, so there's a show coming on after us. Um, so, which also means that we have an actual time constraint as opposed to before, where we can kind of go on as yeah, long as we want. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm not sure. I may or may not get to play the feature that I want to play. Uh, Fela Kuti pres- presented sort of a particular challenge because uh, all of his songs are like half an hour long. Like one song will be the entire side of an LP, you know. Yeah. Uh, the the form of music that he's most famous for is Afrobeat, and uh, Afrobeat has specifically Fela Kuti's approach to Afrobeat has a very specific kind of structure, um, which is usually about ten minutes of instrumental jamming up front, and then ten minutes of lyrics, and then like an outro jam. So it's a lot of long jam passages, a lot of multi-instrumental uh, ists in, in his band. Um, Fela Kuti himself is a multi-instrumentalist. He plays saxophone, he plays keyboards, he sings, plays guitar. Um, yeah, anyway, so it presented its own particular challenge. So uh, I, I want to jump into, into the set right away, but uh, before that I'll give you a very brief overview of his uh the beginnings of his career anyway and where i think it lines up with our overall disco kind of uh theme for the show nice uh anyway he was uh born in nigeria in oh my god here we go (laughs) (laughs) abiokuta nigeria my apologies uh in 1938 uh he was born to middle-class family uh his mother was a activist uh, and kind of like form gave gave him his uh, beginnings of his like uh, activist streak that he would develop later in his life and his uh, attention to human rights and things like that. Um, he moved to this. I'm trying to jet jet through all this so I can get to the interesting part. He yeah. <laughs> moved to Europe, right, and then he went to the U.S. He moved to Los Angeles in the late '60s, right, and he met. Uh, he fell in love with and started dating uh, a member of the Black Panther Party in L.A. who turned him on to uh, to like black radical politics and Pan-Africanism and things like that. Nice. And that was what gave him the impetus to go back to Nigeria and do Afrobeat um, and to like do more traditionally African music Cause, because prior to 1970 or so, he was playing like jazz, mm-hmm. uh, kind of more American and Western jazz. And that's cool because if you've been paying attention to the show, the Black Panther Party keeps popping up because Nile Rodgers, 
Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. uh, and several other prominent disco musicians were in uh, a chapter of the Black Panthers uh, in the late 60s and early 70s, usually before their, their music careers took off, Yeah, which is wild, you know? Yeah. It was pretty cool. Anyway, so that's the where it keys into um, all the other disco artists that we've played over the years, uh, over the two years that we've been doing this show. But anyway... I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to jump into the Fela Kuti set. And if we got some time on the back end, I will play uh, a feature. I don't know where the next show guys are. So. We might fit some plugs in there at some point. Too. We do. Uh, we have to fit, fit plugs. They're going to have to sit through our plugs. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go jump on these decks. Here we go. All right.
me and you we shed together sometimes. You need my help, yes. I give you everything you need. I need your help, yes. You did turn, you did twist, you look left or right, you know, give me everything. Now you want to be my friend, be no possible.
Mm. As we fade out. Whoa, here, I'm there. So that was the uh, that was our Fela Kuti set. Listen, I know I didn't get to actually explain much uh, about Fela Kuti to the listeners because of our time constraint and also like the length of his songs and the length of his career. Um, so I do recommend you go learn about him. That was would... one song, just so that was... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was that was four songs. Um, the edits of Fela Kuti's work are much shorter, as I mentioned earlier. But um, hopefully it got your feet wet if you hadn't really been following his career, been familiar with it. And uh, through the uh, tasteful and easy-to-approach um, format of mm. disco edits. Yes. So anyway, what you did here was uh, Alu John Junkie John by Fela Kuti. That was the Floyd Levine edit. Uh, after that was No Possible by Fela Kuti again. I love that song. Good message in that song. Uh Joystick, Vulgar, Distractions edit. Um, and then after that, I played two tracks from Orange Tree edits. Uh, first one was Yeah Yeah, the Jimmy Rouge edit from Afro Edits Volume 3. And then after that was Orange Tree edits Milk and Honey, which was the Rouge and Santo rework. And that's off of Afro Edits Volume 4. That is a five-volume, so far five-volume set of really good Afrobeat reworks that I would recommend to everybody. Um, yeah, and uh, we have another show coming on after us. We'll probably fade out with as much of one feature as I can get away with playing. Uh, this is one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite Fela Kuti songs, and it also, thank God, is one of his shortest. Uh, once again, most of his songs are about half an hour long. This one is nine and a half minutes long. <laughs> but it's called uh, Water Get No Enemy. Um, oh, sorry, I messed it up. Water no get enemy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and we will fade out to that uh, once but again. Not after the plugs. Uh, not after the plugs. I said we would do plugs. Uh, we are going to be at Gramps this Saturday uh, from 6 to 11 on the patio for Miami Music Week. It's going to be tight. There's yeah, going to be tons gonna be a, of people. Yeah, traffic's going to be horrible. Traffic is going to be bad, but don't you let know. that dissuade you yeah. from coming out. Um, you can come check us out and all the other great programming that they're going to have there. Uh, and then we are doing a private party in the Keys. You can't go to that, yeah, but, but it's well, we're fun. going to it. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> uh, we'll probably release a recording or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, there. that might be a good um, good idea. Let's yeah. do that. Uh, anyway, this has been the Sunburn Collective. Uh, also, check out the SoundCloud and yes. uh, make sure you ah, show some love to that's the other plug page. is. Uh, Two days ago, we posted up uh, a new track called Calling Mr. Magic. It's been doing good. Lots of folks are downloading it. Uh, And you should, too, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, anything else? No, that's 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 all. All right, cool. We're going to play this last track and get out of everybody's hair. Anyway, have a... Until next time, you guys. Until next time, we're the Sunburn Collective. (laughs) 